Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurélien, MindfulInvestor.net. I'm here with Glenn, glennsutherland.com and Darcy, darcywhite.ca. And happy to be here. And today we will be discussing uh, mindset and coaching. Um, it's I'm reading this book called The Mindf um, Miracle Morning Millionaire and the writer, the author, um he's worth um quite a few millions and um he says that he recommends hiring a coach when you when you want to when you want to grow your business and um and coaches can help in many aspects of business and in particular you know psychologically helping with limiting beliefs for example and um yeah so who would like to dive into the the topic first but well, i'll start then you guys can cut me off but um <laughs> When I started, I didn't actually start with a coach. Um, I had the luxury of having a job where I was in my truck all day long. And I used to listen to a ton of books, like I'd do like four a month or five a month in the truck. And I'd listen to podcasts and in total, probably like six hours a day listening to material. Um, and that is the hardest and longest way to get through all the information because you kind of got to listen to a lot of repeated stuff. You got to listen to a lot of stuff that's not relevant to you that's for other topics and make notes and sift through it and make your own thing. And it, it is not the easiest way. and It's not the most time efficient way to do it. Um, but at the time, uh, I this is what I'm talking about when I was trying to go into the U.S. Um, there, I didn't know. I know now that there even back then there was some coaching programs to do this, but honestly, I wasn't even looking for them back then. And uh, I don't know. That's one of the things I just started doing it myself and doing it yourself is the hardest way to do it. Um, I started and I wasted probably two years at the start. And you think about it in two years now compared to two years then, if I would have had an extra two years of appreciation on some of these properties back then when they had that yeah. big bump, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars that were just left on the table by taking your time to to move through this right to get started um and also the other thing is i bought properties i probably wouldn't have bought otherwise right um yeah. i wasn't trying to do a strategy to uh, extract all my cash on every purchase like a burr i wasn't trying to do flips i was doing a lot of like basically buy it and just rent it right and that's um that's a tough way to to make it <laughs> right you're not there's not enough uh, it's 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 rookie right there's not enough way you're not making enough money on every property you're leaving a lot on the table and you're paying other people and they're making the money right like the people who are doing the renovations prior to selling it to you they're the ones who made the money right um so it wasn't uh wasn't the most efficient way um so i do recommend coaching now and it sounds really hypocritical or uh, because i do a coaching program now right so it sounds like oh i'm just trying to pitch my own stuff but that leads me to the one thing, because every time I go to the masterminds or I speak with other people and whenever they hear what my coaching program costs, they are always like the people who are like the more experienced person go, why aren't you raising your prices? Why aren't the prices? Why aren't you selling us this product for 10 or $20,000 or why are you keeping it so cheap? And my same result is every time is. When I was starting, it has to be at a pro a price point that I would buy for it, buy it for, right? But I also want the material to be advanced. So I want to start you where anyone could start, and at the end, I want to even have people who are experienced going, "Holy crap! I didn't know how that's that that's how it was start stuff worked, right?" Um, mm -hmm. I want it to be 
but anyway, that to backtrack, that, that's why I keep the price down. I want it to be affordable. And I think about what I would have paid back when I started. And that's where I kind of, I kind of keep it there. Right. Um, yeah. That's a fantastic point about missed opportunities and lost opportunity costs for not paying or not knowing about a course in the first place. I mean, ignorance can be forgiven. And I use that in the proper sense. If you didn't know about it, how, how would you do it? And I, I think that was part but of I probably could have done some Googling and found it. I just, it wasn't even yeah. in my radar. I wasn't thinking that I wanted or needed that. And yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. I, I never thought of doing it. I, I remember in, I think, 2006, uh, there's a guy that advertises in the local market here uh, about his advanced sales and, uh, and, and training program. And I'd heard it maybe for four months on the radio as I'm driving around. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot because I was desperate. I thought, I need some more skills. So I contacted the guy. It was weird. It took like five days for him to get back to me. I set up an appointment. It was first thing in the morning. He said, yeah, I got a spot for you at 7 a.m. Okay. I drive into Burnaby in the rain in December. I get there at 10 to 7, sit in a dark parking lot. There's no lights on in the building. I check the address three times. Guy's 10 minutes late. Comes in, had totally forgotten. Wasn't sure why he was there. It was awful. It was just an awful experience. And that put me off probably for another two or three years. And in the interim, Ollie just built what I was learning from bitter experience or from, you know, some marginal successes mm -hmm. um, and books. And this is, remember, this is pre-Amazon. So you're finding books in bookstores and Google things and going right to the publisher or trying to get them in for other, from other places, any other place to find books, passing, you know, worn copies of books back and forth amongst your friends. I would have to say that Don Campbell's course, his F4 course, I took that. That was fantastic. That was an early, early um, uh, version for me. It was on CDs. I had to feed CDs into my laptop and my DVD player and listen to them. So that was that was my earliest form, and I, I'm, I'm grateful to Don and what he did with um, their program. I think that's really um, powerful too, because I've taken a lot of courses where it wasn't actually an in-person instructor too. It doesn't actually have to be like a, a coach. It could be a training. Right. Yeah. Um, that can get you a lot of the information you need. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, so, oh, Ari, how did you do it? Yeah. No. Go ahead. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Don Campbell because that's also where I started. You know, and with these um, lessons around the you know drug growth, population growth, triggering the market cycle, um, the real estate market market cycle, and um, yeah. So the learning for me initially happened through. Um, I think that's where I want to start. I want to start with my experience with coaching. Yeah. So the learning happened with reading a book, um, investing uh, in Canadian real estate um, by Don Campbell. Um, and then um, and then I had some mindset shifts to, to do. And um, I, I did some praying, meditating to uh, to prepare myself to to rely more on my, on me the rental income rather than a job and, and an employer. And, um, and that took, uh, that took some work and I did it on my own. And then later on, I hired um, a coach about commercial real estate, but it was a, a, a car where we hop on with other people and, you know, 
if you don't feel if you don't if you're not comfortable sharing you know in the context of a of a group uh, your difficulties your what you're struggling with then then you don't get much out of it and um, mm -hmm. so that wasn't very productive and what i did not like about it was uh, the person didn't really care uh, about oh. us and uh, no, i that's not, not going to work no yeah i see if I was to do coaching, and I, I plan on doing some coaching later on, um, if I do coaching, I really want to, I'm going to care about my my students and I'm going to see them succeed because that's, uh, you know, that's uh, that's the purpose. That's the whole uh, meaning of, uh, of helping someone. Um, that's actually why I became a teacher back in the day. I wanted to, um, I, I saw a big mission, you know, in, uh, in becoming a teacher. Um, so I think mindset, mindset, has to do with coaching. Uh, there is a lot of limiting beliefs we grow up with from the people we are surrounded with and we exchange about certain topics. You know, some people will we look we look we look up to will tell us some certain things around money, ourselves, the mm -hmm. world, success, success, others, and we we'll, we we'll integrate that into our worldview. And that will um, uh, inform the the self talk we have and and the perception of reality we have. So so thoughts and beliefs are extremely important in uh, in our day to day life and the way we practice business. And uh, and there can be some hindering thoughts that come from the, from limiting beliefs um, and accompany us uh, all along the day and, uh, and impact our, our decision making. And that's why I'm part of a, a group now and uh, I'm part of a, a group with entrepreneurs. And we benefit a lot because we, we are more or less advanced along the path, you know, of being entrepreneurs. And and there is there is a mindset aspect to being um, to some some of the people in the group are more advanced. They're further along on their journey as an entrepreneur, and and you can tell by their mindset. You know, uh, usually they're very they're very positive, and and they they have a, a certain awareness and a, and a way of leveraging other people's work, other people's time. They're 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 leaders, um, and coaching can help overcome all of those hindering thoughts I mentioned earlier and help you grow personally and grow one's business. And like Glenn was saying, you know, it also, you can fast track your career with having a, a coach. Um, and, uh, and coaches are different from mentors. The coach is the person that can help you, I think, to me, uh, with your mindset. And and the mentor is somebody who's walked the walk you, you want to emulate, and then they can share with you their strategies. Now, that's that's a tiny bit different. Um, yeah. I follow a bunch of coaches right now from um, from different groups, and, and I try to uh, understand what they say. And uh, one of them is very uh, theoretical and... Uh, and another one is a, is a coach, a friend of mine is taking, and um, and this other coach um, uh, tells him, you know, um, to, uh, to to delegate, 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 delegate. So these are some of the lessons I take. What I've done for 2023, and I think, I think it may be a mistake, but I'm I want to make a certain amount of money by uh, finding commercial real estate deals, and then once I make a certain amount of money. I want to treat myself to a coach. I want to invest in a coach to to fast track my uh, my career and help with my my mindset and grow grow and grow personally. And right now, what I'm doing, 
I'm following a, a gentleman named David Osborne, who's a very successful entrepreneur and wrote two books, uh, Miracle Morning Millionaire and Wealth Can't Wait. And what I'm doing is I'm, I'm reading, I didn't listen, I didn't do audiobook. I wanted to be very intentional about the way I read his books. So I read them, I take notes in Kindle, and then I'm going to send myself those notes and I'm going to reread them again to extract what's really important. And I'm just going to follow that. And I'm going to make sure every morning I start my day by exposing myself to the thoughts, the strategies, because um, he talks a lot about mindset also in, in these books. So I want to expose myself to this. And that's going to, that's, that's how, because I want to emulate what he did. I want to do what he did. So I'm just going to follow his advice. And, um, and then later on, as I, as I grow, I want to add, um, treat myself to a, to a coach. And there might be a mistake here. Maybe I should invest in the coach now, which will help me uh, fast track my, uh, my CRE business. Yeah. But, I was wondering about that, the ordering of that, but yeah, maybe try it. I mean, we learn from trying things and I love, I love you say it might not work, but I'm still going to do it. I, yeah. That's, that's kind of how we do things. Check it and, and, and dive in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, for just for listening. Two, oh, go go ahead. Ahead. <laughs> I did take these two words apart, right. When we were discussing it and then, uh, you know, for regular listeners and all, we propose the idea, we go away to our separate caves, come back with our ideas written on scribbled on notepads. Um, so I took them apart and I spend a lot of time on mindset because Ari um, provokes me with that when he talks about it. And I think, oh, how about that? Because in some ways I just do stuff. I'm very proactive and I just do. Right. And then I kind of figured out what did, what did I do after the fact? And then, you know, if it was a mistake, I try to correct it. Don't do that again. Uh, but the mindset part was really tricky because, you know, early on I had to come to terms with what what mindset and why I am, i'm really driven by why i do things because you tend to do what's important to you what you know it's really hard to make people do things that they don't want to do um and you can determine what what i'm interested in by just watching what i do i do things i'm very interested in and i go in that direction uh quite uh, people can tell this from having the listening to you on this podcast or having their conversation i can tell what you like yeah, probably skiing. <laughs> but yeah, so I hope so. I hope they align. I hope that there's some integrity between, you know, what I do and what I say. And, and, and that I, I, it's intentional. Um, the mindset thing, though, is like coming to terms with, I'm, I'm thinking a little bit what our listeners might be thinking. Like they're looking for a real estate or a, a, a business success model. And for me, one of the hardest things was about mindset was coming to terms with what my idea of success was. So if you some of you may have an idea about my background, but I came out of a, a pretty conservative, religious, um, evangelical background of faith. And success is not found in the business books, success business books. In fact, there's a lot uh, within our family a very big discomfort with financial success, with worldly, this is the terms they would use, worldly wealth and acclaim that those are not things that lead to success and those are not models of success. There's a weird relationship to it too. I mean, it's, it's weird, but so for me to engage in business and have a major part of my day be looking at financial things after having been a pastor and a teacher and as you know, um, a youth worker, 
being involved in business and then trying to figure out what success will look like in my business for me is kind of tricky. And it took quite a while to come around to that. Um, you talk about uh, coaches. A lot of my coaching was trying to figure out me, what what is important to me um, and working with a therapist. Like, because it, you know, it really can mess with your mind if you're doing things that, you know, you're not out. We're raised with a, uh, a model where the whole world is going to dot, blow up in an apocalyptic ending. So having, holding real estate or wealth or long-term plans like this made no sense at all. Why would you do it? You would spend to the end of your month. And if you had another month to live, great. I mean, that's kind of an extreme view of it, but that's how it worked out. And when I looked around my family peers, they would spend everything every month with no expectation of living past the end of the decade. They lived in this sort of apocalyptic fear of the end of the world. And why would you put money away that's just going to be taken by the Antichrist? I mean, it's sort of extreme, but you had to come to terms with that. So why would you why would you sign a 25-year mortgage? You won't be here for the first five. You won't be here after three years of it. Why would you do this? Um, so, you know, you're talking about mindset. Those are some of the weird things I had to get through and get over. That it is, you know, smart. It is thoughtful and logical to change the way you think about, you know, how the world ends or how the world behaves and what your part in it. Can you still be effective and a good person? Can you still align with the values or most of the values that we're raised with and be involved in business? So, you know, my, my business goals in the front of my journal that I write every year, they never have money attached to them. It's just not, it's not a number. It's not a, it's not a goal. I know that's kind of weird and we've had a lot of success, but it's never been writing down a number and chasing it. Um, my goals are, and they were very, they're very personal, but that a coach and developing a mindset that works for me was critical to figuring out what I was doing and, um, you know, unwrapping my, not quote, that sounds so pretentious, my potential or whatever to do it, allow myself to go pursue it. I had to sort through. And that was probably a three or four year process, you know, reading these books and thinking about it going, do I want to be wealthy? Do I want to make money? Is it right? Is it good? Is it righteous? Those are all religious terms. You know, is it fit and appropriate? Is it good use for my life? Um, I think I do more than that. And that's why the numbers don't really show up in any of our goal, in my goals or our family goals, but they just kind of happen along with. That might be a little bit weird, but it's important to figure out, you know, for me, your why and your mindset so that you can unleash, you know, your potential to do things and pursue it with vigor. No, you you just touched on like for what times we're talking mindset stuff, the ethics part of it, and it um, it, it, there is so many opportunities to make money doing this sort of thing, and there's many people that have approached me, or even affiliate programs that have approached me, or people who wanted to advertise on my show, and it you if you are all about the money, um you will take those opportunities. And I know several other podcasters that take every single one of those opportunities. And uh, I, I don't, the only advertisement on my podcast is my own coaching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, there, there's a lot of things that I see that I, I've even had, I've turned down and then I see other people promoting it. And then I contact that I've done this and, and I, I kind of feel like a little bit of a bit of jerk when I do this, but I'm like, so like, do you, do you do any research about this company that you're promoting now? And they're like, 
well, no, no, they're paying a really good affiliate fee. And you're like, <laughs> and I go, do you know what you're promoting? Like a lot with a lot of these, do you know who you're, what, you know, you've basically signed a deal with the devil um, yeah. in, in a lot of these cases. And they, you know, those are the ones that often are paying the most, right? Because yeah. there's, you know, risk, uh, risk and reward. It kind of goes in balance and you're, you're, you're risking your reputation promoting a lot of these things. I, do I, recall- think I grew up in France where, uh, I grew up in a country where money was evilized, and that's that was wrong. Because uh, I think uh, money's money's money is just a tool, and uh, and and I want more of it so I can make an impact and and do good things with it. Because oh, yeah. uh, then you can, because that's the model I saw when I was working at this foundation in Toronto, and that's what I want to replicate. You know, mm-hmm. Re- successful with real estate, and then using the funds to create a foundation. And then make a difference in the world and that that i found inspiring and that's that's partly my why and why i want to do it and um yeah, yeah. and, well, no, it, and well, I, it... I think yeah sometimes you know there is a um, sometimes people placate moral moral stuff on the on the, on on the, and and yeah it doesn't um i think yeah money is more of a tool and uh and yeah. and once it, and there it, it allows to do nice things you know once you when you have more and then you can you can i'd love to treat my friends you know to vacations who maybe can't afford it uh, i have some friends back home that i i'd love to be able to uh, you know see them more and uh, have more time and uh, yeah cuz having time but you know limited funds then i i can't really go see them but uh, yeah. if i have more then i could I could do more do you think I, I just had a thought when you're saying this? I've you know listening to other other podcasts and books and materials and courses in this segment, and I think most of our listeners are probably real estate interested, pro real estate or pro, um, you know, I don't know, looking to improve their family wealth through this this mode. Um, just I, I just wonder how much of it is is just purely folk is is off putting because of the focus on on the money part. I think there's people that would love to be in this because they're creative, they solve problems, they're interested in housing, um, they're interested in something that uh, challenges their uh, talents and that the money part of it may be a barrier for others. Like the, the quote, I'm not good with money, right? Not sure how to raise money or these other parts. Those are actually the easiest parts of it. If you do good work and you're in this category or whatever you're in because you're passionate about what you're doing that is the most critical mindset the, the money part is if you guys are saying it's a tool in some cases it's just a marker or a, a, a scorecard you know it's what's your mindset is if released to do good or to do what you want to do or follow your passions the money part becomes very um secondary i mean you have to do it you have to pay taxes you have to account you have to have reporting and all the other business it's part of it but it's very secondary to the work and you know the strange thing is 22 years in i i thought i would never forget the what i paid for some of the first deals and some of the other properties and the financial metrics i thought i could never forget them they were so monumental I've forgotten most of them. I have to go back and look to see what we paid for a building four years ago because I can't quite remember. It's somewhere between 2.1 and 2.5 million. I don't know. But you know what I don't forget? 
the really good things that we did with that building and the people we met and the problems we solved. And those are the metrics that are hugely important to me. I don't forget them. I don't forget those stories, who was involved, how we did it and the pain and the struggle and the, and, you know, the eventual um, solving of those problems. Um, and if the question is about money and that, I think for many, when we talk, when the people talk to us outside of the podcast or others, the money is the big barrier. They're scared of it. It's not the big, it's not the barrier you think it is. The real thing is getting started and figuring out what your place is in the whole the whole scheme of things. Figuring out your entrepreneurial mindset, figuring out your purpose. That's much harder. That's a bigger barrier, and then doing something with it. Um, you know, there's thousands of services out there that are related to the money, from bookkeeping to brokers to banks to uh, everything else. That's well taken care of. The coaching and the mindset, that's the part you can do and the unique part that, that you know, you can bring to the picture uh, that needs your work. And, and I think for us, that was probably, if I'm saying speaking for the group, that was probably the biggest barrier, getting over the, what am I doing here? Why am I here? What do I want out of this? Once you figure that out, the rest, sort of the path is clear, I think. What do you guys think? Yep. No, great. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I had some points written down, but they don't really just flow right from Darcy. Just no, no, no. Share them, share them. <laughs> no, but um, I, it, as I was listening to you guys talk after, because I sort of started and I always come up with ideas as I was going. Um, but you know, uh, Ari talked about back to the coaching part. Ari did talk about uh, hiring a coach in 2023. Um, I'm doing the same thing. I'm hiring a coach, so it's it's really powerful stuff. Um. The other thing uh, with a lot of this is even as you free up your time and you 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 want to help and, and give back and where I'm trying to start is to um, go back to all the people who have taken my course and reconnect with them all. Um, so I've been doing about five to 10 a week um, because sometimes you have a conversation with like one of them and it ends up taking a lot of time, <laughs> right? Because they need, you know, they, they realize that there is... Um, they got so far and got stuck and they just never contacted you. Um, and uh, I, I didn't even think of this, but like I really need to go back and and, and help make sure that everybody is successful. Um, when we were doing the course, I made sure everyone was going and um, you, you lose track, especially some of these people that took the course like two years ago um, or a year and a half, whatever it was when we started this. Um, they, they know how they have all the parts. They know how to do everything, but they don't know how to implement it or they don't, they have a fear or there's something that's held them up, uh, even though they know how to do it all. Um, so I, that's why I started doing this year is um, started that in the second week of January and just started reaching out to, you know, five or 10 a week to start with like five. And then if I don't get much for response or there's like, I'm doing well, then let's add more. Let's do another five, but just trying to reach back to everybody. Cause like, if you have the time to help the people, then, and these are the people that, you know, did reach out to you in the first, right? So yeah. I think start there, right? And then work my way out. You're a beauty. That's fantastic. I, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think um, also another another aspect is, you know, when you, I like, I think it's important to who do you surround yourself with? Um, oh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, we have potentials and you want, I think it's, uh, those potentials are, our gift we were given and i think it's um it's it's only natural to want to make them happen and and uh, lead a life to the full potential and uh, and watch out for you know when people can get uh, 
sanctimonious or uh, judge you for wanting to be uh, to be to live your life to to your full potential. So that's why um, I'm part of a, a group, a mastermind, and I think. Uh, and us here, we we help each other when we we discuss our goals on a monthly basis, and we we when we have challenges, we share, and then we we help each other grow. and uh, And I think there is a, a benefit to coaching, but also um, the other aspect is a mastermind where where you where you find people in your industry or not in your industry, but who are also entrepreneurs like you, and then you can on a weekly basis or on a regular basis check in discuss challenges wins yeah. and uh, yeah and get some feedback on what you're doing what you're how you could improve and then uh, and then relationship uh, can be relationships can be born and then out of that you can you get more you get way closer and then they become friends and then uh, you can talk about challenges that don't don't involve also around the business but also about your life and, uh, and these are great great relationship and uh and because uh, otherwise being an entrepreneur can be very lonely you know because you, you make a lot of decisions on your own and um yeah so uh, i see a lot of value in masterminds and uh masterminds and guess. real estate meetups that don't really exist much as as much as they used to yeah um, covid killed a lot of them off um i used to really enjoy it um and i'd go and you go and listen to the speaker and that's all well and good and then a lot of people would just clear out and you're like I didn't, I didn't really come for the speaker. I came to hang out with people <laughs> and chat and, you know, you know, because you, you, you feed off of other people. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and a lot of people would just leave and I'm like, I used to love it. Right. Um, and I yeah. actually, that was one of the things I did at the start of the year too, is I reached out to uh, um, some mass or some meetups that used to exist in Kitchener and London to see which ones still exist. Cause I'm still willing to drive ideally. Like ideally I'd like them to be in the same sort of ballpark within like, you know, an hour drive I, I really but you know what i mean like i, I want to retouch with that stuff being who you surround yourself with is powerful like it's you uh you don't even realize what you're learning from people just by hanging out hey we're already teasing our next episode right now <laughs> yeah yeah well i think so you, yeah, we got very inspired in this episode and uh i'm glad we we picked it as a topic and uh i think we could uh yeah we could do more episodes uh, around those themes because uh, we could dive into more in detail you know how how did we expand our, our mindsets and uh, they, i think there is a lot of very interesting material there and um yeah so thank you for tuning in um feel free to send us your questions we're starting to receive some now uh, of topics you'd like us to uh, tackle during the uh, handle our questions you'd like us to answer during the show and uh, advance at uh, send them to advanced rei talk at gmail.com it's advanced rei talk at gmail.com and see you next time bye everybody thanks everyone <laughs>